Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is happening, everybody? I'm Larry Roberts. And I'm Sarah Losey, and this is Brandon, your comprehensive guide to creative branding. And on this episode of the podcast, we actually have a special guest. I'm so excited to introduce her. Uh, this is Danielle Lewis of Danielle Lewis Designs. I've already talked about her on the show several times, so you guys have heard her name, but she is a designer. She does graphic design and brand design and really helps people create that cohesive and comprehensive brand image. So she's here to talk to us today about what we need to do to make that brand uh, image and make our brand guides. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you for being here, Danielle. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Super happy to have you here. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. You know, I was following you on Instagram and was taking a look at some of the things that you do. And you have a very, very uh, distinct talent in designing brands with graphic design. And I think that's why Sarah wanted to bring you on the show so badly because you, you're very talented in that arena. I've seen your work. It's exceptional. And what we would like to do is kind of have that discussion today as to how individuals can leverage graphic designs and graphic elements to enhance and build their brands. Awesome. Yeah, that is my jam. Uh, it's interesting because I went to school and majored in graphic design, but we got to choose uh, like a, it wasn't a minor, but it was something that you were interested in that wasn't graphic design based specifically. And I had this amazing professor who was teaching about branding and I fell in love immediately. And so I've had the pleasure over the last 20 years of working with some great marketing experts that are all about the branding and I have created this sweet spot that's sort of an intersection between the two. And I am just so passionate about bringing that to graphic design and helping people understand the importance of the brand and how they can work with those things without even necessarily having a logo. So I'm super, super excited to uh, dive into that a little bit more. Yeah, I got to be honest. I'm a little jelly uh, just because I, I wanted to be a graphic designer when I was growing up. So much so that even my high school ring, you know, generally a dude in high school is his senior ring has his football number or whatever it may be on there. Maybe his girlfriend's initials or something. Not me. I had art on one side and a little business diploma on the other side. I was a super, super artsy nerd. And I actually wanted to go to the Art Institute of Dallas. So graphic design has been something that I have just loved and loved the idea of all, all the way all the way back back then in the 80s when I was, was in high school. Was that before or after you wanted to be a cowboy? Well, the cowboy thing was just a phase. This was not a phase. This was a passion. So clarifying, <laughs> getting a timeline in my head. With the many shades of Larry. There's more than 50. I could promise you that. So, Danielle, tell us, what, what are some of the main components of building a brand through graphic design? Well, some of the main components, and I'd say the three most important ones, are font, color, and imagery. So, when you think about that, 
these are the things when I when I try to explain it and how it intersects with um, advertising or or marketing is that what is it that makes that brand visually recognizable? I use Starbucks and McDonald's a lot because people know those brands, right? But they have a very strong brand image. And when you think about Starbucks is a really great one because they had that mermaid and they had that coffee thing down packed from the beginning. But that mermaid, if you look back in the evolution of the, the Starbucks logo is really creepy. Really, really creepy. It's super creepy. And I didn't even know it was a mermaid. I thought it was some I, kind of goddess or something. I had. I, I figured still, out it was a mermaid like maybe two years ago. Most, I had most no idea. people didn't know, right? But as someone who was so, like had a love for graphic design and branding, I watched this evolution. And I loved that they finally eventually phased out a lot of that stuff and really just close cropped it in, right? But it is a great example when I'm explaining to people what that is and how it, it how the two play and go hand in hand. Because now when you see that green or you see that mermaid or you see any sort of green or mermaid, right? You're like, ooh, I want Starbucks, right? There's there's and it's the same with McDonald's. But if McDonald's were to change their color to green tomorrow, people would be confused. And sure. so I always explain to people that. It is kind of the silent marketing piece. It's the calling card that people were bombarded with so many images and so many logos and so many things throughout the day, right? Thousands of images. What do they say? There's It takes seven times for you to market to someone at least seven to 10 times before that person is actually like, oh, I'm going to buy your thing. So when we think about that, I always try to explain the more consistent that you can be with all these visual pieces, regardless of whether you have a logo or not, people start to commit that to memory. And it's just as important of, as the tone of voice that you're using in marketing or in branding and that personal brand that you've developed, right? What is that back end piece? And all, of course, all of those things are important. And that's the substance behind a true brand. But all of those visual things, if you think about it in terms of a layer, the logo is actually like the cherry on top. So I'm always so passionate to explain to people, here's the things that you can start with. Even if you're starting to grow the brand, even if you're starting to add the things, if you haven't done your marketing plan, if you haven't done those back-ended things, you can start to develop a personal brand just by doing those things, right? Even if you're even if you're running your Instagram page and you want people to start noticing that you do a certain thing, start following these things in this very simple steps that people just don't think about. So yeah, it's really interesting. I love how you talk about that as a graphic design point, but it's also something that me and Larry talk about a lot just from personal branding. When you have people have to see it seven to 10 times, the, Larry, the way that you put it is you have to keep showing up. So when we talk about these events that we go to and kind of building our personal brands and making a name for ourselves in different industries, it all comes down to showing up. And we talk about that literally. We talk about going to these events, going to these meetups, going to all of these different things within the industry. But it can be the same digitally if you just keep putting out those same brand elements that are recognizable and very much unique to you. I thought it was really interesting because you were talking about McDonald's and Starbucks. And I don't think they could be any more different than one another with Starbucks having such a very complex logo 
And mm-hmm. McDonald's is what? An it's M. just some very simple golden arches. Everybody knows the golden arches. But even right now, I literally did not know that Starbucks was a mermaid. I mean, I'm not a big Starbucks guy. I've been there a few times. But I still know I recognize the logo regardless of whether I go there often or not. Talk to us a little bit about the differentiation there. It doesn't have to be super simple, but it, it can be super complex, but it still has that recognizability. There, there's got to be some psychological differences there or at least a thought process that's involved there. How can we take that into consideration? I think it kind of goes hand in hand with the podcast that you guys were talking about personal brand. And it's interesting because when I create a logo for someone to go back to McDonald's and Starbucks, every person is so different. And when I am interviewing someone or going, putting them through the paces and asking them to fill out a survey, I ask them things like, what do you want the brand to represent? What do you want them, your uh, target audience to feel? What do you, you know, if you were to think about um, how you would explain yourself, like, what would it be? And at the end, I always say, if this is not an extension of who you are, then I haven't done my job. If you're not ready to like whip out your business card or show everyone your logo, then I've not done my job. If you don't get a full body yes, when we've created something for you, then it's not, that's not what it is. Because to me, the visual brand is the extension to the personal brand. In a lot of cases, like I know there's been trends over the years of branding in graphic design, like all the things, right? There was a time where everything was a script or everything was a signature or it was whatever, or it moved to this idea of personal brand because I think we're moving into this era where, you know, AI is so rampant and it's everything is digital that we want that personal touch. And so personal brands are huge. But the visual and the back end, the marketing piece, the branding, it has to connect. And so if they don't connect and if it doesn't especially connect to the person that is holding that brand, then it doesn't make sense. And, you know, things can be as simple or as complex, but at the end of the day, it has to be consistent. And if those pieces aren't consistent and going back to font, color, and imagery, if those visuals are not consistent, then people aren't going to commit them to memory. It doesn't matter how many times you show up. It would be like if you had, you know, 10 different hats, but also you had 10 different personas and you went to 10 different conferences and acted a different way in each one, people aren't going to remember you, right? They're going to remember you. You're the same every single time. Of course, like, I know that Sarah said, like, people know my persona, like my my conference persona. Fine. That's great. But as a brand, you have to have one persona like it has to be and you have to fully embody and encompass that. And I think the visuals have to reflect that no matter no matter what. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's your calling card. The visual piece is the calling card. It is the thing that's going to be the silent marketer when you are not there, right? I think you know that they're with consistency. And that's one of the the biggest challenges that I see people having is that consistency. 
Uh, I do a lot of podcast audits where I review people's shows because maybe the show's not performing to their expectations. And that's one of the biggest gaps that I see is consistency. There's inconsistencies in the description, in the title, in the cover art, in the logo, in the imaging, in their social media. They're just not consistent. And uh, I think you're, you're, spot on when we're talking about that consistency being absolutely critical in everything we do. And I saw that once I adopted the red hat, once the red hat became my identifying element or my logo per se, and it ended up being my logo over time, uh, things changed dramatically because people understood that the red hat, and it, it's funny because people don't even, a lot of people don't even know my name, but they know the red hat. And they know the Red Hat guy is all about podcasting. So that in and of itself says that I have a strong brand under the hat. The hat's just the identifier. The logo's just the identifier. But I'm very, very consistent in where that hat is. Doesn't matter what stage I'm on or what podcast I'm on or, hell, if I'm in the shower, I probably have the red hat on. So I'm constantly and consistently showing up with that same brand identifier in place. I want to talk a little bit about social media and something that... I've seen a lot I've seen some people do it really well. Some people struggle with it. And I know that I struggle with it. How do we get like our Instagram um, feed? How do we get everything to feel branded without everything looking identical? Can you talk mm. about that? Oh man, that is one of my biggest uh, pet peeves. Will you say? Um, and the people who do it really well do a great job at it, but, it's interesting because I try to teach this to people and some people pick it up right away and others struggle. And even when I create templates, so that's one of the other things that I do because I'm so passionate about that consistency piece. But I also want to give people variety so that they don't feel so stuck, right? Um, and the way that I explain it to people is that you for Instagram, especially, you want it to look like a magazine. You want to feel like you're scrolling through and there is this consistent rhythm without realizing it, right? Because if I were to throw my, my Instagram feed is a little bit different because I like to post when I feel inspired to. So there is not a particular rhythm, although I will say there is a rhythm of image and graphic I make sure that I give some breathing room. So that is one of the things that's really important. Um, and if you were to only do one thing on your feed, it would be to look at things like, are you posting a meme and then you're posting a meme and then you're posting a meme and it's just this wall of text. And when people go on and they look at your full feed, they're like, ah, I can't, it's, there's too much, right? You, there's Your eye doesn't know where to look. So when I design templates for people or I teach people how to use a template um, that I've created, it's also going back to that consistency. Okay, I'm going to show you how, how this looks if you add a little bit of breathing room. I'm going to show you how to add variety by putting a few colors in or adding a few different templates, right? And when you get it right, when you do it consistently and you look at, you pan out and look at the whole picture, it looks really seamless, um, but it takes, it takes a while to create that. And I guess when I try to explain to people how to do that, I'm always, I'm always saying, look at it like in a grid of nine, 
because when you're on your phone, right, there's mostly like nine to 12 is what's visible in that screen. So I will always say, take it nine at a time, but also if you're going to develop it from a marketing perspective or from a, how do I plan this, right? Because everyone does things in a different way. And so some people want to plan what 12 posts are going to look like. Some people are going to want to see what 12 posts look like visually, but I'm always encouraging people to sort of pan out. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Or what do you want to say? Or how do you want it to look? Right. And then you can zoom back in into what the nitty gritty of those things are. But if, if at the very least you teach people how to sort of have a few little rules, then it makes the whole process easier. Does that make sense? It definitely makes sense to me because I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm looking at your IG right now and looking at the way it lays out. I was like, is there nine or is there 12? So let me go pull that up and see what's happening. And, and, and actually there's about 12 and a half that you can see there, but uh, at least on my phone. But I, I love the way that you have things lined out here because you, you have a mix of not just branded content, but you also have a splash of personal content in there as well. And you're sprinkling in that humanity. You know, yeah. you've got some of your rugrats on here. It looks like you may have your your significant other on here as well. And then you have some some uh, quote card type post as well. And then you've got some branded content on here, too. And you sprinkle it in and mix it up. And especially these top nine that you were talking about, it looks like a magazine layout. You can see here on the screen, there's four photos. And in between those four photos are quote cards. So it's laid out beautifully. And it looks exactly like what you're talking about. So I want to reinforce for anybody listening that may not be watching the video that what Danielle is saying on her Instagram, which is Danielle Lewis Designs, uh, be sure to follow her over on Instagram. But what she's saying, she actually follows through and applies in her own Instagram. So that's pretty amazing to see. So yeah, I just looked at mine and help. <laughs> if you go to one that is even better, uh, that I curate and I do uh, very meticulously, link dot amm is one that i've been working with for probably about three years now but this idea of the magazine layout that one is from top to bottom side to side i design that every month and i have a formula that i follow so that it is seamless and consistent but it goes back to this again the fonts the colors the imagery so in this team, we have a huge team. So we have someone that comes up with the ideas. We have someone that does the writing. We have the brand owner that does the overseeing. And then I, I do the posts. So we get all of this stuff and it, it is like a recipe now. We've got it down packed that, you know, we develop the ideas. And then from the ideas, I then take it and I work with it like a jigsaw puzzle. So sometimes I'll say, okay, well, you want three video posts. We're not putting three images. We need a cover. So some of them have a cover. Some of them have the images. And, and I think this is also relevant or important with all of these reels that are coming out. Like I have another client that I work with and sometimes, so she did a Instagram live. And so she follows my formula. I have a special formula that I, that I give my clients when I do um, branded content for them. And I say, like, follow this and follow the colors and follow this grid. And she sent me an SOS and said, oh, my goodness, I just did this and I messed up my grid. And I said, it's OK. Like, either you do one of two things. You delete it 
or we figure out how to work it in. But also showing showing people that, okay, you're going to run a whole bunch of reels. You can have a branded reel cover. You can, you can do all these things in a way that adds a different rhythm and uniqueness to it, but then also brands the content, right? Um, so it's, it's interesting because it can be super overwhelming. And to, you know, your point that you made, Sarah, you said that yours is a mess. Sometimes it also depends on how people view it. So if you're on Facebook, none of this matters. I mean, the consistency piece for font, color, and imagery, sure. But that whole magazine layout look, it, it's not relevant. Or if you're posting on LinkedIn. So I always ask my, my clients, like, where are you showing up? What is your goal? What is your intention? Because everyone digests social media differently. And so I always want to make sure that we're designing for the audience. So just as much as you are designing for consistency so people commit you to memory, you also want to make it relevant to your audience. So, um, you know, going, going back to that consistency piece or going back to if McDonald's were to be green tomorrow, there is this like the younger audience that's on Instagram, they're very fickle. So if they're on Instagram and they like you put in something that's not relevant, they'll unfollow you. They don't care. They're like, this is not, no, I don't subscribe to this. I'm out. And they literally unsubscribe. So it's so important to, you know, have all these things in there so that you remain top of mind, but also for the people who really like have such a low attention span that it's, it's always, it's always brown. It's always branded. I'm going to need that formula. <laughs> well, I have a fancy PDF. I'll send it to you. Amazing. <laughs> Talking about that fancy PDF, where can folks go to find that PDF? So I have created a special PDF for you guys, and it's the three things you need to create a cohesive brand image. So it's all the things we've been discussing in a cute little format for you. Um, I've also created a, um, a leave behind that has this piece that you can pop in images and colors and pull all those things together. And I give you some tips in there. You can find it on my Instagram page in the link in bio. It's right at the top. So it's a free guide. You can download it and start pulling all your things together. Amazing. I will definitely be getting that myself because I, I need you. Girl, I need your help. <laughs> I got you. You know, I think, I think that with all of your uh, all of your ambitions, you will be able to follow that formula just fine. As much as you think that you're probably SOS right now, I think that you just need to take a little bit of time to pull it all together. I think I'm actually SOL, but we'll see how it goes. I'll read that PDF <laughs> and see what I can figure out from here. So Danielle, I got to say thank you so very much for joining us today. This was extremely insightful. Uh, insightful. Uh, I think there was a ton of value that you brought for us and our listeners, and I can't thank you enough. Thank you yeah. for having me. Everyone definitely go download that content. Uh, Danielle Lewis Designs on Instagram and use it. I, I know there's also like Canva templates in there and... There, there's a lot of really great content. I took a look at it yesterday and y'all are going to want to get it. Oh, thank you. It's pretty yeah. awesome. And you can always reach out to me uh, via DMs if you have any questions. I love to share my expertise and help people on their way to being more consistent with their branding. 
Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you again, Danielle. Hey, everybody, if you got some value out of this episode, do us a favor and smash that subscribe button so we can continue to bring you these episodes of Branded each and every week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.